Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello and welcome back to the Statman Day Football Podcast. This is episode 67. On today's episode, we're going to talk the news, including some moves in Germany and some moves in France. Then we're going to move on to a little bit of Premier League action. We're going to discuss Manchester City, Arsenal, race to the top four, blah, blah, blah. Then we're going to finish off with a little bit of a preview for the Man United game against Southampton this evening, where Mourinho pretty much should play a experimental side, as I would say. Anyway, let's do the news. So, first up, Maurizio Pochettino um, has told Sky Sports News that he'll be um, in the Premier League next season as the manager of Tottenham. Obviously, been heavily, heavily linked with moving to Inter Milan and you know taking the reins of the the Sunin uh, Chinese revolution over there. But no, he's pretty much said that he wants to stay at Tottenham. Um, you know, he wants to be there for the new stadium and so forth. Why would you want to move? You know, of all the talented young players that he's got at the moment, Harry Kane, Deli Ali, uh, Eric Dyer, amongst others. Moving to some other news, Bayern Munich apparently have asked for the availability of Paulinho um, and the deal apparently will be completed in the next few days. Quite an interesting one. Paulinho at Tottenham under AVB was a very good player. Uh, under Tim Sherwood was a very poor player. But the last month or so, or the last few few months, you know, especially in international football, Paulinho has been killing it in terms of goals and assists. And it seems like some midfielders, you know, Paulinho is 28 now. It seems like some midfielders just get it right with their goal scoring, with their assisting. And it seems like where, that's where he's at right now. Could be a really good option for Bayern Munich if they want to you know, have player midfield of Vidal, uh, Thiago Alcantara and of course Paulinho. That could give him a lot of bite and a lot of determination, which maybe is something that Ancelotti has um, thought about after the exit from the Champions League. Obviously, Rudy coming in in defensive midfield, Paulinho would just complement that squad. In other moves about central midfielders going around Europe, Yuri Tilsman apparently has agreed a deal uh, to join Monaco. The fee reported to be a 25 million euros, which would be a cracking deal for Monaco. You think of Monaco this season, they play with two very industrious uh, central midfielders, Bakioko, Fabinho, Fabinho holds. Bakioko is your shuttler, your aggressive presser, but also very good on the ball. So it could be a, a bit of an upgrade for that. Those two players, you know, Monaco are going to play teams that will sit a little bit deeper as, as champions of Liga, as I mentioned yesterday. Um, they will be playing teams a little bit deeper, low blocks. So it could be quite an interesting one to bring in someone like Tilsman, uh, change up their style go for a more like you know creative system from a little bit deeper in midfield obviously you've got Silva and Lamar that will come inside but maybe adding someone like uh, Tilsman to join with those two very attacking players to create chances for the front two it could be quite nice would pretty much be the old school uh, 4-4-2 that Sir Alex Ferguson uh, won 
Premier League title after Premier League title. You know, thinking of the Paul Scholes, Michael Carrick, that's pretty much Fabinho and uh, Tilsman. So if they want to let Bakayoko go, he could potentially go. Or another way, Fabinho could go and Bakayoko could become the holder. But very good moves again from Monaco. Seems to just be the best club, one of the best clubs run um, in world football at the moment in terms of their ability to spend money on your youthful players and you know really give them time and minutes to to progress at the club. So it's an interesting one. Obviously, Mbappe hopefully stays as well. That has got a very tasty team for Monaco next season. Moving over to Gladbach, more specifically in Borussia Mönchengladbach, they've uh, signed on Lars Stindl until 2021. Lars Stindl, if you've ever watched him, is a very, very good midfielder. Just below that, like, real good level. You know, he's a perfect player for, you know, the top, uh, sort of, you know, top six Bundesliga side, a top six Premier League side, you know, even a top six, um, you know, Liga side. Really interesting player. He's uh, technically very, very gifted Um sort of an attacking midfielder who's good at scoring goals so he's been playing as a false nine in his career at Borussia Mönchengladbach played as a ten uh, but he's a top top talent and it's you know cracking for Gladbach to keep him for till 2021 probably till the end of his career in other news Demir Bay has chosen to play for Turkey over Germany which is quite interesting considering Germany have called him up for their Confederation Cup squad um, but yeah apparently he's decided to stick with the Tur- Turkish national team in other news apparently Walter Mazzari will be leaving Watford at the end of the season that was a club statement that came out again the manager or Merrow ground at Watford is going to be strong over the summer um, it's just a strangely run club at the moment obviously the um, Pazzoni's own them and you know, they own Granada they own Udinese so it's going to be like this for the next you know, few years for Watford until they sort of you know could stabilise themselves as a Premier League club or they go back down and the money switches back to Udinese but anyway in some interesting news um, the Dubai uh, ruler his highest Sikh Mohammed bin Rashid Al Maktoum. Hopefully I've nailed that. That was good. I reckon I nailed that, guys. Celebration day. Fist pump. Ali G celebration. He's flicking it right now. Perfect stuff. But apparently he's issued uh, the top three clubs in Dubai to merge. That's El Shahab, El Ali, a newly promoted Dubai club. Um, they're going to call the new club Shabab El Ali Club, uh, Dubai. And apparently it's because, you know, the lack of attendance and, um, you know, just the lack of people showing up to these games and they want to merge these clubs together and sort of create a Dubai super club. It's an interesting move, but it seems a little bit bent. You know, whatever they do in Dubai, it's not none of my, um, you know, none of my responsibility or I'm not really interested in that type of thing but it is quite interesting one that sort of the, the ruler of Dubai has just gone nah we're going to merge three clubs in th- in a city you know, they could have big rivalries between them it's just absolutely nuts in other news the stepfather of Real Madrid playmaker James Rodriguez a target obviously for Manchester United said that he would prefer the 25 year old to be playing for a team not being a substitute at Real Madrid sorry about that that was WhatsApp who is talking to me right now it's okay it's the lads from Manchester anyway back to the podcast big Shout out to Gibbo, who is a listener of the show. Um, he's probably sending something funny. He sent something funny today, which was um, Phil Jones. If you've not seen the tweet, Phil Jones um, had to do a tweet, obviously a sponsored tweet um, from Adidas. Um, and he put his tweet was, Our new away shirt, let's keep fighting. Hashtag here to create at Adidas football at Man United. Which if you probably do know, that isn't the Man United handle. The Man United handle is... Uh, Man uh, UTD, not Man United. So Phil Jones having a bit of a stinker, but that was pointed out by Gibbo. Great shout, Gibbo. He had some cracking banter in the chat today. Sorry about that little interlude. But anyway, in other news, um, there's some really interesting quotes are from Jordan Henderson on Luis Suarez, um, where basically he came out with some quotes today saying, I remember one game, his ankle was swollen, he couldn't get his boot on. He had to go for the size above 
um, of the boots from the kit man. He played on and scored an unbelievable free kick. It's really interesting when you do break these things down. You know, think of a Cristiano Ronaldo the season that he carried United to the Champions League final in 2008-2009. He was pretty much playing with a bad ankle injury for that whole season. But played, scored goals, you know, broke loads of records. And it's interesting that Suarez and Ronaldo, you know, they will go through that pain barrier to play. Suarez, another one that did do that at Liverpool. It's quite interesting to see, you know, some players you have the talent, some players you have the work rate, other players will just play through anything to get on the pitch. Other players don't, like Phil Jones and Chris Smalling and potentially Luke Shaw. But anyway, guys, that's it for the news today. Let's talk about the Premier League soccer. So the first one we want to talk about is Man City versus West Brom. The game finished three goals to one to Manchester City in yesterday's race for the top four, which is really starting to starting to heat up. You know, there's there's been some funny articles that are going around that um, if the the score lines do go a certain way, there could be a playoff for third position, there could be a playoff for fourth position, and and for arguably you know the fifth position as well, which is quite interesting with Manchester City. Um, on 75 points Liverpool on 73 points Arsenal on 72 points all have one game to play and the goal differences are quite similar City is the best on plus 36 Liverpool on plus 33 and Arsenal on plus 31 so given certain permutations there could be some playoffs there uh, for the top for the fourth position and fourth third position obviously no one cares about the player for the fifth position that's sort of like the wooden spoon but in terms of Manchester City they were very very impressive against West Brom and looked like they've got their swagger back in a way they went for a 4-3-3, but for me it looked a lot better. The 4-3-3 wasn't so aggressive. You know, Pep Guardiola does love this shape, the, the 3-2-5 in possession, uh, you know, with the right back or the left back moving into central midfield and supporting Yaya Torre. But in fact, this game was pretty much, they stayed as a back four. They defended very well. Yaya Torre ran the absolute show. He completed more passes than any other play on the pitch. But more importantly, he just dictated. You know, involved in each of the three goals. The first goal, uh, he played the forward pass to Aguero to flick it uh, to De Bruyne, who crossed for Gabriel Jesus. Uh, the second goal um, had the ball deep in midfield played it forward the you know the attackers combined ahead of him and scored again and then of course the third goal which was brilliant classic Yaya Torre Yaya Torre in full flow is a fantastic player to watch played a 1-2 and just side footed the ball home but in terms of Yaya Torre would I give him another deal if I was Pep Guardiola yes I probably would um, I think there's a massive hole in their side at defensive midfield that will be filled by William Carvalho, which is bad news for Manchester United, because I think they, he'd be absolutely perfect to sit with Paul Pogba. Very similar um, to with the Ayo Torre we're seeing now, who sits a bit deeper at defensive midfield, is William Carvalho. Um, you know, very, very good on his left foot, but his skills are switching the play, hitting really flat passes. You know, the Paul Skulls flat passes is very physical. It just He's got the Ayo Torre physique, so, you know, if he gets close to someone, he'll win the ball. He can, you know, if a, you know, sort of like a David Silva type attacking midfielder comes and, and presses him, he'll just be able to spin him and move out. But that'll be a crack inside for Manchester City but it was Yaya Torre who just completely controlled the game in terms of next season get him a new deal um, can be the understudy potentially to uh, Fabinho if he joins Man City or of course William Carvalho other cracking performances as well Kevin De Bruyne who looks like he's Got out of that lot of sort of, you know, bad mid-season form. Um, obviously, struggled a little bit after City got knocked out the Champions League. It looked like his confidence was a little bit shot. Struggled for, um, you know, a few games. But it seems now that he's he's back in form. And, uh, you know, in terms of uh, the assists in the Premier League, he's on 16. That's more, three more than any other player. Um, and again, he started, you know, assisted the first goal. What I liked about his performance against uh, West Brom was his movement off the ball. That's where KDB is so deadly when he moves off the ball into the spaces. He's really 
really good at finding the space. You know, sort of like the, the Thomas Muller classic sort of brand boy to play where they're very good at finding little pockets of space and then they're running in behind, they're running um, wide. Obviously for the, the first goal, it was uh, him pushing into the penalty area, but in a, to a crossing position, you know, running off the third man run, um, Yaya Torre fires the ball into Aguero and then, you know, De Bruyne has made that running behind and a great cross, best, best, you know, one of the best crosses in world football. If he can continue that form next season, a little bit, I, I'd like him to play ahead of Silva. I'd like Silva to play a bit deeper, play as almost the Xavi, uh, Iniesta is KDB and then whoever gets it, they get at DM. But his movement was cracking. And the goal that he scored, the second goal was brilliant. Classic KDB, shot from the edge of the area with such whip, such venom, um, a perfect goal. But KDB in the game against West Brom created four chances. That was two more than any other player on the pitch. But he combined so well with Gabriel Jesus, who looks like a real good weapon in the City side, whether he's playing as a false nine through the middle or on the right-hand side where he played against West Brom. What that means for City is when Gabriel Jesus is in there, instead of them playing two wide players in Sterling and uh, obviously Leroy Sana, they've got a goal scorer in there to link with Aguero um, and really to get those goals. He's been directly involved in nine goals in his nine Premier League games this season, which is pretty incredible. And he does give City that extra man in the box you know think of a 4-3-3 to have a balanced 4-3-3 you kind of need to have uh, two sort of striker players two players that are going to be capable of getting into the penalty area as well as your creator so it's like a perfect blend for City if they want to play sort of either Sterling or, or Sane and then Aguero and uh, Gabriel Jesus how how well he's just come into the Premier League is fantastic you know the reports you hear from um, his days in Brazil were all about he worked really hard very very good at running the channels and then had everything else in terms of his finishing his touch and whatever so again City are going to be so dangerous with Kevin, Kevin De Bruyne with a defensive midfielder and with Gabriel Jesus and and then with Vincent Company, who massively, what I forgot about Vincent Company from him being out for so long is how good he is on the ball. You know, you talk about centre halves that are good on the ball, not the players that play the safe passes, the players that hit those balls into midfield, the flat balls into mid- midfield. Nicholas Schuler's made an absolute career out of it at Hoffenheim this season. Rio Ferdinand made a career out of it at Manchester United. Vincent Company has that. And it's, you know, when he's in the side, they're 20 times better on the ball. And if they can keep him fit next season, like um, KDB with his form, they'll be you know tight, massive title contenders. I really feel that Chelsea might drop out next season in terms of the race. I feel like City, United with their signings will be the guys that are pushing for the league. I said that this season and I was completely wrong, but I do believe that now with these two managers, with Mourinho and uh, obviously Pep Guardiola, getting that, getting a bit of a, you know, a, a feel for the side and again top performances Yaya Torre uh, Vincent Company, and then KDB and of course Gabriel Jesus West Brom were West Brom they're pretty much done he's got quite a good consolation goal kind of um Robson uh, firing the ball home from across from uh, Neron, but it was a it was a you know fairly just normal performance. West Brom end of the season, they are absolutely safe. It was classic Tony Pulis, but what what's Tony Pulis done this season has been brilliant. Absolutely changed the uh, you know changed the form of West Brom. Turned them into a very sound defender. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and t shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Unit. But moving on to the other game, Arsenal versus Sunderland. Another big game for Arsenal in their race to get into the top four. Arsenal have made it their mission in life um, in the last few seasons of getting into the top four. You know, they've done it, what, 19 times in a row. This will be the 20th time, which would be pretty incredible. They have a chance to do that. Um, and it's going to be interesting. It really is going to be interesting. In terms of the game against Sunderland, they got there in the end. They're playing this 3-4-3 three, three, three system that still, I think, tactically is pretty awful. Uh, I think there's massive spells, especially uh, with Ramsey in defence, in central midfield, should we say, just a bit too high. Um, and I feel there's real big gaps there that could be exploited um, for teams. But Ramsey played quite well. Zaka played quite well, a little bit deeper in midfield. And of course, Alexis Sanchez, nine shots on goal, scored twice, 23 goals and 10 assists for Arsenal in the Premier League this season. He's been their number one man. If they lose him this... Uh, summer to someone that is going to be huge but the, the disappointing thing for Arsenal was a lot of empty seats at the Emirates um, in a g- game where they needed a bit of support from their players and it is interesting that it's kind of massively changed at Arsenal right now and even though they might win the FA Cup probably time for Wenger to move on but again he's not said anything so it sounds like he's going to be staying at the club in terms of the games though let's just break down the games of course on Sunday the 21st of May uh, I'm going to be at Slash Football so make sure you uh, you know you tune into that on Facebook with the true Jordan of course Lawrence McKenna it's going to be a lot of fun so the games Arsenal are playing uh, Everton we've got Liverpool against Middlesbrough Manchester City away at Watford Watford obviously losing their manager it seems like City will win that game uh, Arsenal Everton that is a big, big game. Obviously, Everton in the Premier League, they are, you know, just uh, pretty much done um, in seventh position. They can't catch up Manchester United because they've got one game, they're four points behind. Whether Koeman wants to upset Arsenal could be quite interesting. Um, so that's going to be a tough one for Arsenal. Uh, the game against uh, Watford for City, I think that's done. Middlesbrough is the only banana skin for Liverpool, which could be quite interesting. But again, if we go back to the table... Uh, if Liverpool do lose and Arsenal win, they'll go ahead of them. Um, similarly to if City lose and Arsenal and Liverpool win, they'll both go to top four. It's going to be brilliant. This last day is going to be cracking for just a race with the top four. Obviously, league titles done. Sixth position is locked down by Manchester United. Come on, the lads. Uh, which will be a nice transition to the preview. Manchester United versus Southampton. The game means nothing for uh, either club, really. Let's be honest with ourselves. Southampton in 40, with 45 points in eighth position, which will be a cracking finish. For uh, Piol, who's been criticised by his home fans, not enough attack intent. But defensively, they've been good. Organisation, they've been really good. Uh, Romelu's been fantastic this season for them. Uh, Jay Rodriguez has had his moments. Uh, Gabardini's had his moments. Uh, but it's going to be a game where basically United need to experiment. I want to see United playing a 4-4-2 diamond. In goal, I want to see Joel Pereira. Why not? Give him a chance. Darmian at right back. Two and Zabi and Bay. And then uh, I want to see Mitchell. 
Dimitri Mitchell at left fullback. He's played there this season for the under 23s. He started off as playing as a, as a winger, as an attacker, but through the season moved to, to left back or left wing back for the reserves. In 19 games this season, he scored five goals and got one assist. What's more impressive though is his defensive work. He's eight, won 83% of his tackles and made 32 interceptions. So it would be quite interesting to see him there in the Premier League at left back. You know, a player coming through the United Academy from Manchester. I'm a massive advocate of those types of players coming through we might as well give him the 90 minutes obviously with uh, Luke Shaw out injured why not do it absolutely do it but also in an attacking sense he's created 11 chances and also completed 26 dribbles for the under 23s there's some niche stats for you guys right there in terms of inter midfield, I want to see Michael Carrick at defensive midfield in this diamond. Uh, news coming out today that Michael Carrick will be given a new one-year deal. I just don't think it's right for Manchester United. I think Man United need to move on from Carrick and Rooney. It needs to be a mental thing. These players need to be pushed out. Not pushed out the dressing room. They've been fantastic servants for Manchester United. I can't thank them enough. But I think it's time where you need to move it on. You need to move the personalities on. Carrick and Rooney aren't going to be here in two years. We need to think about that. We need to think about Eric Bailly, Paul Pogba, Marcus Rashford, Anthony Martial. In three years' time, they need to be the leaders in the dressing room. Give them that right now. I just not, I'm not an advocate of giving Carrick a new deal. Not an advocate of keeping Wayne Rooney in the summer. I just think that there needs to be a replacement there. That replacement has, has been needed for a few seasons now, um, and I just think that United needs to go there, spend some money on a DM, a good DM, a powerful DM. Um, who would it be? Could be anyone. You know, there's so many players that, that would work that role. Fabinho, Wanyama, Eric Dyer, amongst others. You know, there's so many out there. Uh, but I think it will be a physical central midfielder over someone like Julian Weigel, who would be good. Julian Weigel is a brilliant player, but he's not really a Mourinho player. Every time when I link players to Manchester United to, you know, to fill that DM role, Julian Weigel is always the guy that gets mentioned, but he's just not going to come. Full stop. He won't. You know, he's, wherever he goes, it's going to be either Bayern Munich or you know, Barcelona, not Mourinho's Manchester United, because that would just be a waste of his talents. Anyway, moving on to into central midfield, um, you know, I'd go with Herrera, right central midfielder. And McTominay, um, you know, came off the bench uh, last week, um, played pretty well, completed 100% of his passes, had a shot on goal, interception, um, and a clearance. In terms of the under-23s this season, uh, he's won 66% of his tackles and 52% of his aerial duels. In terms of uh, what he is, he's a striker-come-box-to-box central midfielder, Warren Joyce's quotes are quite interesting about him. Scott just burst onto the scene. He could be a proper box-to-box aggressive midfielder. We just need to be mindful of that. He's a really good footballer, technically sound, with good skills, excellent in ball-keeping sessions. Which is quite interesting. Uh, McTominay looked good when he came on in the Premier League, looked sound in possession, of course. The 100% pass accuracy shows that. The interesting thing as well is that apparently he's grown like 10 inches in the last year. He was apparently like 5'6 or something, and now he's 6'4, which is pretty incredible for a player to just absolutely spur up. And he missed a lot of that season, in fact, with that as sort of growing pains injuries. But I'd like to see him there. I'd like to see the two young lads into the side. In terms of the front three, I'd like to see Mkhitaryan, Martial, and, of course, Marcus Rashford. Of course, rest Rashford at the weekend. Maybe rest, you know, play the under-23s at the weekend. Why not? Doesn't really matter. Uh, that's, of course, against Crystal Palace. Last game of the season doesn't mean anything for United. Uh, but again, that's the team I want to see a diamond. I want to see Mourinho experiment with these younger players. Joel Pereira. Mitchell and of course McTominay but anyway guys that's been that for the Statman Dave football podcast for today over and out I'm going to have some lunch maybe some uh, avocado maybe some eggs and then for dinner I'm going to make a faux vegetable faux mushroom actually mushroom faux uh, very nice actually if you want you know tweet me if you want the recipe and I'll send it back to you guys anyway over and out Statman Dave for today goodbye
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.